0: Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve White. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week I want to talk about a difficult topic, the difficult topic of what to do when you can't work. I say this topic difficult because there is no perfect answer to this. I don't have a perfect solution for you. I do have some strategies. I do have some tips and ideas that may be helpful. But man, I wish I had the perfect solution to this one and I don't. And let me explain this a bit further. I'll explain it by using a scenario. Let's say, for example, you are a busy copywriter. And you have a white paper project for one client that you're working on. And then you have a monthly newsletter, an e-newsletter that you're writing for another client. And then you have some sales materials from a brand new client. So you're a busy working copywriter or content writer. And then you get the flu. I mean, you get the flu really bad. The kind of flu that lays you flat on your back for at least a week, maybe two. And as you probably know, it's very difficult to do any kind of mental work, any kind of writing work, when your head is bloated up with a flu, when you're sneezing, when you're coughing, when your head hurts, when you have a fever. So it's very difficult to do anything productive under those circumstances. So you need to take time off. You can't work for maybe a week. How do you handle a situation like that? That's very important. a very important question to answer for uh, people like us, copywriters and content writers, because 99% of us are one-person businesses. We are self-employed. It's a little bit different when you are an employee of a company. If you're an employee of a company, usually you can go to your boss and call in sick and say, you know, I, I have the flu. I can't come in for a couple of days you have that option and usually they'll they'll cover you and even if you run a larger business and you have other staff members you know you can get people to cover you while you are convalescing however when you are a one person business and you're doing most of the work and all the copy is being written by you when you can't work nothing gets done the work doesn't get done and that can put you in a very tough situation with current clients especially if you have some important deadlines coming up. It can cause a lot of stress for you. It can cause a lot of uh, difficulties uh, for your client. It's just a very difficult situation to be in. And it's not just calling in sick for a couple days because you have a cold or a flu. Sometimes uh, there are other things that can happen that can sideline you. In your copywriting business, maybe there's a family tragedy, for example, that uh, sidelines you for a week or two or three, or even psychological issues and stress and burnout can be a factor. There's so many things that can happen. You could have a car accident, for example, and and have to have physiotherapy for a month and not be able to work. I mean, there's all kinds of things that can happen to you as a one-person, self-employed copywriter or content writer that can really impact your business. So how do you handle a situation like that without your business simply falling apart? Well, like I said, there is no easy answer. I wish there was. I wish there was a five-step strategy I could give you or or seven tips that will solve this problem for you. I really don't have that for you. This is a difficult problem to have, but there are some strategies that's going to help you deal with it, or at least mitigate some of the damages. There are some strategies you can use that can work pretty well. And I want to run through some of these with you. So let's get started. Strategy number one, and that is to set your own deadline for projects, which is earlier than the client's set deadline. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're hired to write an email campaign, and the client wants to copy done in two weeks. So they've given you a two-week deadline for this, two-week turnaround. Well, you don't have to adhere to the client's deadline and and, uh, plan your work so you get it done in two weeks. You can get it done earlier. You can plan your work so you get it done in one week, for example. And if you get the job done in one week, that gives you wiggle room. If something happens, if you get sick or anything like that during the project, You've got the project done earlier. It's like an insurance policy against things happening in your business, (laughs) against uh, unexpected downtime in your business. And that can really help is set deadlines earlier than the client's set deadline. So if you're writing a newsletter for a client every single month, rather than deliver the email newsletter copy just in time (laughs) for production... Why not get the newsletters done one month ahead? Be one month ahead. And that way, again, you get some wiggle room. If something happens, then um, you know you, you have some time there. You are, you're ahead. It's, uh, you have some wiggle room. Uh, you can afford to take some downtime without creating a catastrophe uh, for your project or for your client or negatively impacting your client relationships. Now, I know this takes discipline, and that's not easy. Writers famously uh, write to the, to the deadline. If you have something done on Thursday, I bet you you're working on it on Wednesday <laughs> because that's the way writers tend to do it. We tend to work up to a deadline, me included, by the way. But if you, if you work on this, if you make it a habit to set a deadline for yourself for a project that's much earlier Then when the client expects the copy, when the the copy is due, then that is very liberating. That takes a lot of stress off the project. You're working on a project, you're getting it done, and it's done a few days before the client expects it to be done. And then you can go, whew, the project's done. So from a psychological standpoint, from a stress management standpoint, it pays dividends, but it also acts as an insurance policy. Again, if something happens, if you get some unexpected downtime, if you're sick, if you have to attend a funeral, if, if uh, something else happens, well, that your, your projects are done earlier. And that saves you from the, the uncomfortable situation of having to contact a client and say you're going to be late because you're sick or late because something happened, that kind of thing. So that's strategy number one. Form that habit. It's not an easy habit to form. I find it not easy myself, but it's worth it. Another one is, uh, strategy number two, is don't book yourself so tight that you have no wiggle room at all. Don't book yourself so solid with projects that if you get one hour of downtime, (laughs) if you accidentally sleep in one morning or something like that, then, then you you get behind. Uh, you shouldn't be booking yourself that tightly. Now, I know it's wonderful to get lots of work. It's wonderful to be busy every hour of the day and get paying work every hour of the day. But you got to give yourself some flexibility in your schedule because things happen. You're running a one-person business. Things can happen that impact your productivity. That may create some unexpected downtime for you. If you got it, if your schedule's so tight that you can't take a day off without a catastrophe happening or without missing your deadlines, then you're booking yourself too tight. You might want to take a look at um, marketing yourself or position, positioning yourself in a different way where you get maybe higher paying projects. So you don't have to work as many hours on projects. There's, there's other strategies. You can look back in some of the previous podcast episodes that'll give you a lot of ideas there. But the bottom line is, Don't book yourself so tight that if you have to take a half day off for some reason, you're unable to and you miss deadlines. So don't do that. That's strategy number two. Strategy number three, and this is a strategy you can use when you do have some unexpected downtime, when you do have to take a day off because you have a cold or uh, your family needs you for a day or something happens where you get some unexpected uh, downtime is drop all projects that you can delay, particularly non-client projects. If you're working on your novel, if you're uh, have a couple of lunch plan- uh, dates planned with colleagues next week, if things of that nature that don't involve actually working on client projects, postpone those, delay those, Get those off your schedule. Clear your schedule as much as possible. So the only projects you have left on there are important client projects that cannot be delayed. That can really, really help you. Sometimes you'll have to make some hard decisions here, by the way. If you're, if you're down with a flu... And you were hoping to take a long weekend next weekend to go to the cottage or to take a little holiday, so you're taking an extra Monday or a Friday off, you might want to have to make some hard decisions here. It's some things, sometimes you have to do that in your business. But drop all projects that you can delay so you can focus on those important client projects that can't be delayed. That can help you a little bit when uh, things happen and suddenly. You know, you're, you can't be as productive as you hope you can be. Or you have to take some hours off or some days off. So that's strategy number three. Strategy number four is the tough strategy. And that is when you've tried everything else, you're down with the flu, or you have to attend a funeral one day, or something like that happens, and you cannot complete a client project or you cannot complete a client project by the deadline then you have to contact your client and have a difficult conversation with your client you have to contact your client explain to your client what's going on and you have to ask respectfully if a deadline can be changed okay keep in mind that this is very inconvenient for your client Okay, it's uh, your problems are not your client's problems. Your client has hired you to do some professional copywriting work or content creation work. They expect it to be done and by the deadline, you are essentially when you're asking for a uh, change in the deadline, you're essentially giving them part of the problem. Okay, but sometimes it can't be helped. So if you have to have this conversation with your client, then By all means, have it, but be uh, respectful to your client. Understand what you're asking your client to do. You're asking your client to be inconvenienced in order to help you out. Okay? Um, I recommend that you have this conversation on the phone. I know it's probably easier to write an email where you don't have to uh, talk to the client in person and get that interaction. I understand that, but it's much better for the client relationship if you set up a phone call. And just have an honest, candid conversation with your client. Explain what's going on in, in, as factually as possible. Let them know what you're asking for. If you're asking for a three-day extension or a one-week extension on the deadline, ask for it. If you're unable to complete the project at all, let them know. Okay, uh, this, is, uh, this is a time to be professional. And you need to let your client know what's going on and, and what what's happening. Okay? Um, if you have to cancel a project, by all means, uh, help them find another writer. Help them find another copywriter. Uh, send them some names. But uh, if you have to extend the deadline, try to be as realistic as, as you can. If you need four days, if that's realistically what you need, ask for four days. Don't try to ask for two days when you really need four days of an extension and end up having to miss a second deadline. You don't want a situation like that. You don't want to have to make a second call to your client and have this difficult conversation. So be realistic when you're asking for a deadline extension. Now, you'll be surprised. Most clients will be understanding. Most clients will, uh, will respect the fact that you called, will appreciate that you called them, will appreciate that you discussed the situation with them. And even if it's a new client who doesn't know you very well, in most cases, they will be understanding, they will help you out. But beware, they may uh, decide to make other arrangements. They may decide to get the help of another freelance writer. Uh, they may decide to do some of the project in-house. They, they may uh, decide to make some other arrangements. Uh, be prepared for that, but I'd say in 90% of the situations, this type of conversation that you have with the client will turn out fairly well if you handle it professionally and if you tell them the honest truth about what's going on. So that is strategy number four. Strategy number five is to consider getting help on a project. Do you know another copywriter or content writer that can help you out on the project, that can perhaps help you with some research, that could perhaps help you write a a good first draft that you can polish? You might be able to co-write the project with another writer. Um, This is not that unusual. Uh, I know a white paper writer, for example, who often uh, gets help with research. And I know another writer who writes websites who often gets help uh, writing the first draft. Uh, She'll have another writer write the first draft for her and she'll polish it from there. So uh, there's ways to work with a writer that can cut down the time that you need to be available to work on a project. And unfortunately, this is the kind of strategy that you got to set up in advance. It's not something that you can suddenly do when you're in the situation where you have the flu. Um, It's something you have to set up in advance, but... If you know other copywriters that may be able to step in and help you with a project so you can uh, get it done on time so you don't inconvenience the client, then that may be a way to go. And that's one of the reasons why it's important as a copywriter, a content writer, to build your network, um, build relationships with your colleagues. You should be getting to know other copywriters and content writers in your field. That way, when situations like this come up, Uh, you have a network that you can tap for some help. This strategy may be a strategy that could work quite well for you. So those are the the ideas that I had, the strategies that I had to share with you on what to do when you can't work. Set your own deadlines well in advance of your client's deadlines. Number one, try to get in the habit of doing that. Uh, Don't book yourself so tight that you have no wiggle room. When a situation comes up where you can't work or you have the flu or something like that, drop all other projects except for those really important client projects and focus on those. Um, If necessary, have that candid conversation with your client. Let them know that there's going to be a delay. Ask respectfully for an extension to the deadline or worst case scenario, tell them that you're unable to complete the project and help them find another copywriter. And finally, consider getting some help from another copywriter or content writer that can come in and help you on a project. So there you have it. Some ideas, some strategies on what to do when you can't work, when something happens, when you get the flu, when there's a death in the family, when something happens where you can't work. Now, like I said, I wish I had the perfect solution for you. I don't. But those are some ideas that can help you in that situation. So if you have any ideas on what you've done or what you can do in a situation like this, I'd appreciate you sharing them with me. And if you do, I'd be happy to share them with uh, the audience of this podcast. And I will obviously credit you or give you a shout out. Um, If you have any ideas regarding this podcast and what to do when you can't work, then send them to me. Uh, You can reach me at steveslonwhite at gmail.com. I'd be delighted to hear from you. So, until next week for b2bwritingsuccess.com and the B2B Writing Success podcast. Have a great week with your copywriting or content writing business. I'm Steve Sloan We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Sloan For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.